I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score! Elba will score! Newcastle and one! G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. The last game of finals week one kicks off this afternoon at five past four. The Sydney Roosters taking on the South Sydney Rabbitohs, arch rivals, the oldest rivalry, and in my opinion, the greatest rivalry in rugby league for the second week in a row from the new football, football stadium. It's going to be unreal. The weather in Sydney is looking sensational. We should see a great game this afternoon off the back of a huge Huge weekend of finals footy. Obviously, had the Mel- the Parramatta Eels going down on Friday night to the Penrith Panthers. Then yesterday, two blockbusters. The Canberra Raiders pulling a huge upset on the Melbourne Storm. And, of course, in the late game, went to extra time, then went to Golden Point, the North Queensland Cowboys, led by Val Holmes, kicking a two-pointer in Golden Point to down his old team, the Cronulla Sharks, at Shark Park. Unbelievable games. All of our live reactions to those games are available on the podcast over the last 24 hours or so, so if you'd like to go and listen to those, go back and have a look at them. We'll go for a deeper review on our rapid review, and then of course with Kempi and Timmy on Bloke and Bar this week. Just a reminder that our merchandise will drop tonight at 8pm www.rugbyleagueguru.com.au if you'd like to cop some gear there. Let's get stuck into the Roosters versus South Sydney Rabbitohs this afternoon. We dropped our coaches clipboard during the week. A couple of tactics that we'd be looking at for both coaches. Uh, We'll attach that to the end of this podcast like we have done for all of our previews this week. Let's go through the starting lineup. So for the Roosters, James Tedesco at fullback, Tupu and Suwali'i both return on the edges. Huge for the Roosters yardage game. The centers, Paul Momorowski and Drew Hutchinson. In the halves, Luke Keary and Sammy Walker. In the forward pack for the Roosters up front, JWH and Siwa Takiaho potentially playing his last game for the Sydney Roosters this afternoon. And Sammy Verrill's in the nine who could also potentially be playing his last game. In the back row, Angus Crichton. He's been in terrific form the last month or so. Partnered with Nat Butcher also been in pretty handy form. The Roosters 
Roosters also get Victor Radley back for this game. They've really missed him over the last weekend anyway. On the bench, Connor Watson, Egan Butcher, Adam Kieran, and Matty Lodge coming off the bench. An interesting one. I'm a bit surprised Matt Lodge is there, but we could see changes, obviously, for kickoffs, so stay tuned for those. Interesting to see them running with Kieran and Connor Watson on the bench, but Robbo, he knows what he's doing. He has still got Kevin Naguama and Terrell May on the extended, so you may see May come in. You may see May, as we said, come into this side, but I think they will run 1-17. to Maybe a few changes within the squad, though. Let's have a look at the South Sydney Rabbitohs. That fullback, their superstar, former Rooster. Latrell Mitchell was pretty quiet last week and potentially a little bit rattled by the huge crowd. He will bounce back today for a big game, though, I think. Latrell on the wings, Alex Johnson and Tane Milne. In the centres, Isaiah Tass at left centre, at right centre. They desperately need him back in this side. Campbell Graham, one of the best centres in this competition. In the halves, Cody Walker and Lockie Ilias up front. Tavita Totola and Mark Nichols with Damian Cook returning in the nine spot as well. A big, big return for South Sydney there. I think you can see that around the ruck, they've really missed Damian Cook over the last few weeks. I think the halves, Cody Walker in particular, has really missed his service. Keon Coleman-Tungy in the back row with Jai Arrow and Cam Murray in the 13. Arguably, uh, one of the, you know, the, between Angus, now Butcher, Radley, Coleman-Tungy, Arrow, Cam Murray, some of the form back rowers in the competition this year. Cam Murray, obviously, played last week for about the first 15 seconds, missed that game, was a huge loss for South Sydney. Uh, the ball playing that he creates through the middle, uh, along with just his meterage and his tackles and everything, Cam Murray's massive. They essentially get back half their spine for this game, South Sydney, Damien Cook and Cam Murray. So huge ins there. For the bench, the bench for the Bunnies, Cody Nicarima, Harm Sele, Tommy Burgess and Saliva Havili. On their extender, they got Jackson Bolo and Michael Cheekam as well, but I'm expecting South Sydney to essentially go 1-17 there. These two teams, they met last Friday at the opening of the SFS. It was a great game. Uh, the Roosters, though, they were by far and away the better team. But, you know, never really put the sword to the Rabbitohs. I mean, I thought the Rabbitohs played pretty poorly by their standards, missing a heap of troops. And they were still in the contest, to be fair. I think getting Damien Cook back is going to be huge for them. Campbell Graham as well. We know last week that the Chooks, they obviously went out of their way to isolate young Lockie Ilias. Luke Kiri absolutely nailed it. He got Angus Crite one-on-one with him on a number of occasions. And it's interesting because it's not like Lockie Ilias got himself in bad spots or anything like that. Or it's not like he even had a poor tackle technique for the vast majority of it. He was literally just too big Angus Crichton to be able to handle him. So they're going to have to accommodate that. I think getting Campbell Graham back in, which will be massive. And I think that Demetrio will challenge Coleman Tungy to help his halfback as well. We've seen, obviously, in finals over you know the history of rugby league, a lot of key bodyguards play really important roles in sides to help their halves out. Bo Scott, he obviously won a comp with the Dragons, being Jamie Sowell's bodyguard. Tony Carroll won cops for the Brisbane Broncos, doing the same thing for Lockie. So Coleman Tungy is going to have to take that on a little bit, but... When you are a back rower, you'll have nothing more than to take care of your little man, your halfback inside you that feeds you ball. So I think he'll be up for that one. I think Cam Graham as well, him being in this team, uh, back in this team, I think it's huge for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. So I said he's one of the best attacking centres in rugby league. He's also one of the better defensive centres in rugby league. When he first came into the NRL, his defence was a little bit shady, but he's improved out of sight over the last two or three years, Campbell Graham. So he's a huge one to come back in. 
Can't emphasize how important Damien Cook's going to be, though. His service around the play the ball, uh, you can really see a noticeable difference when he's not on the field. When you're relying on Havili, Nikarima, Mamazelis, whoever it might be, you can really see a drop-off when da- compared to when Damien Cook's there. And I think you can see how much more comfortable Cody Walker is when Damien Cook's on the field as well. So a huge plus there. He'll also help their defense through the middle. He'll make his 50-odd tackles this afternoon and get through an absolute stack of work for the Roosters though, the big ins for them. We spoke about Suali and Tupu. Absolutely huge. I think I had a look at um, the stats last week. The two wingers that played, which was off the dome, Kevin Aguara and I think Momorowski, they combined for 220 metres. When you look at Suali and Daniel Tupu, uh, each and every week they combine on average for more than 300 metres. So it is going to be a big gain for me. It looked like South Sydney were struggling to come out of their own end more than the Chooks last week. And all of a sudden, the Roosters now gain and the two best guys coming out of their own end. So it is going to be a huge test for South Sydney in the kicking game of Lockie Ilias and Cody Walker. They're going to have to really kick well, and then they're going to have to win those first three tackles if they are to win this game this afternoon because those boys will be coming out 100 miles an hour out of their own end. Two big bodies, hard to handle. Both have an offload out of their own end as well. They're going to have to do a lot of work. The other one is Victor Radley. He comes back into this side. Obviously, didn't feature last week after the concussion the week before. Such a tremendous player, Victor Radley. He's a huge in for them. Uh, I think that the aggression that he brings and, you know, being, a, a you know, the local junior, the Clovelly Crocodile, going up against the South Sydney Rabbitohs, he'll be fired up for this one. But it's his subtle ball playing, which we've been talking about for years now, that'll really make the difference for the Roosters. They're a better spine when Victor Radley is in there and just playing that link man sort of role. He just puts the defense in two minds. He's brilliant. His timing is unbelievable. Uh, he's a huge in for the Sydney. Roosters. For me this afternoon, I look over the weekend. Obviously, the Panthers, they were the favourites. They won. The Raiders, they had an upset. The Cowboys, they had an upset. I got both of those wrong yesterday. Yesterday, I thought the Storm and the Sharkies would get it done. I've got a feeling we might see another upset this afternoon. I think $2.45 for the South Sydney Rabbitohs is unreal value. I think that they will bounce back after a pretty disappointing loss last week. But more importantly, not just a disappointing loss, a disappointing performance. Uh, it was a dead rubber game. Obviously, they're going to get a couple of tro- a couple of key troops back, which we've already spoken about. But I do think the Rabbitohs at the SFS, they can pull an upset this afternoon on the Sydney Roosters. Obviously, Tupu and Suwali'i returning really, really worries me as far as that tip goes. I don't know. I've just got a feeling about South Sydney. I think Latrell he was sort of taken back a little bit last week by, um, you know, how loud the crowd was. And to be fair, if I was a 25-year-old running out to that and how loud it was and how heavily they booed him every single time, I think it would have rattled me a little bit too. But Latrell Mitchell, he is a competitor. He will bounce back from this one. There is no doubt about it. I'm confident that he stands up and has a good game. I think a lot of it comes down to how South Sydney mark James Tedesco. Joey Manu's obviously out. We haven't really spoken about him much today because I know that I'm going to attach attach the coach's clipboard uh, to the end of this podcast you guys to have a listen to in the lead up to this game. We spoke about Joey Manu a lot, but with Joey Manu out, it becomes all eyes on James Tedesco. The Roosters, they're more dangerous with Joey Manu, there's no doubt about it. Uh, And when you're playing the Chooks and Manu's not there floating around, all of a sudden, all your eyes are on James Tedesco. He's the man you've got to stop. Just makes everything a little bit easier not having to worry about Joey Manu popping up here, there, and everywhere. So I think the way they handle him will be a huge, huge test. Uh, For me, as far as my say 
same game multi goes. I have got three try scorers here, and I'm going to throw in the South Sydney Rabbitohs to go 1-12. to 12. So I've got the Bunnies 1-12 to 12 in this one. It's coming in at $3.90. I think that is unbelievable value. I think it will be tight as all these games are, and I just think the Bunnies get the chockies this afternoon. So I've got South Sydney 1-12. to 12. Then I've got James Tedesco as an anytime try scorer from the Sydney Roosters, as I said, without Joey Manu. I think you'll see Teddy have a huge game here. I think he'll have one of those games where he runs for your 280, 320 odd metres. I think he will be everywhere. And I think in this game without Manu, he won't be in his way as much. So you'll see Teddy get a lot more ball. The more ball he runs, the more likely he is to score. So I will take James Tedesco, South Sydney 1-12. And then I've got anytime try scores. I'm going to throw AJ in there. He scores every single time he takes the field, essentially. So I'll back in AJ, especially with Joey Manu out on that right edge. I think that that's where South Sydney will go, as they were probably going to go anyway because of how strong their left edge is. But with Momorowski jumping in at right centre, that one worries me a little bit, and I think it's a spot that South Sydney will identify. So AJ at $1.64, I really like him. And then I'm going to chuck in Latrell. I'm a big believer in Latrell Mitchell. I think he bounces back from a pretty quiet game last week. Uh, obviously copped a lot during that game and whatnot. The Roosters really went after him. I think it caught him off guard a little bit. He knows what's coming his way now, and I think Latrell Mitchell will stand up. James Tedesco, anytime try scorer. Latrell Mitchell and AJ, anytime try scorers. South Sydney 1-12. to 12. The odds of that one are $25. We're currently sitting just on head-to-head, one from three for the weekend. So hopefully we can get this upset today and uh, even it up at two from four. Or it's looking like a one and three weekend for the Guru, which would be a little bit grim just quietly. So South Sydney in the upset. I will attach the coach's clipboard audio to this podcast at the end of it for you guys to have a listen to. If you listen to it already in the in, at the start of the week, feel free to switch off. But if you would like to listen to a little bit more detail and refresh yourself on all of our calls from earlier in the week, I'll attach it now. Installment of Coach's Clipboard for potentially the most anticipated game of finals week one. Sunday afternoon, we've got the Sydney Roosters taking on the South Sydney Rabbitohs for the second week in a row at the new SFS. Pretty wild that the first two games ever played at the new SFS will be the Rabbitohs and the Roosters in back-to-back weeks. Obviously, last week, a bit of a dead rubber, but the Roosters were by far and away the better side last week. Obviously, went pretty hard at Latrell, and I think that sort of put him on the back foot, but I don't believe you'll see Latrell stay quiet two weeks in a row. A couple of big ins for both teams. Obviously, we'll go through all of those on the preview a little bit later in the week on Sunday morning that you guys can listen to, but there are a heap of changes to both sides and a heap of superstars coming back in. And one major out, of course, Joey Manu out for the Sydney Roosters, which is a massive one. It changes a lot of their shape, but we'll talk about that a little bit more as we get into our coach's clipboard. Let's start off with Demetrio, his clipboard, so how he's going to beat the Sydney Roosters in this one, obviously licking his wounds off the back of last week. Uh, Obviously, they didn't get the home final. Personally, I don't think they'll be too worried about it. I think they'll be more than happy to go back to the SFS. They're planning to make it their home very soon, so I don't think that will worry them in the slightest. Let's go through Jason Demetrio's coach's clipboard, what he has to watch out for and where he's going to beat the Sydney Roosters. My first point is all eyes on Teddy. I'll read it out to you. Joey Manu being out is a huge win for Souths. Obviously, he's one of the most dangerous players in this comp, but the Roosters' attack is a million times easier to handle without Manu. It's all eyes on Teddy now. It makes Teddy more dangerous, but at least 
their attack is a bit more orthodox. Obviously, Joey Manu, right center. We all know the position he plays, but the role that he plays is very different. He floats around and he pops up everywhere for the Sydney Roosters, and he can even appear on the left edge. We've seen some of the Roosters' most dangerous footy this year is when they've got Luke Keir with the ball, Angus Crichton running that brilliant line he does, then Joey Manu and James Tedesco out the back. It just creates an extra number everywhere they go, and whoever Kira decides to hit the ball to, if it's not Angus, if he goes out the back, whether he goes to Manu or Teddy, you're in just about as much trouble either way, but... There's two of them there, so the draws eyes everywhere. It takes eyes off Angus Crichton. It makes life very, very difficult. Your entire team needs to be alert for the entire 80 minutes simply on Joey Manu. Watch where is he. And if you've got your eyes on Joey Manu, that's where James Tedesco will strike. Joey Manu, arguably one of the best players in the world. James Tedesco right up there with the best players in the world. In my opinion, the best fullback in the world. You look at Joey Manu, though, I think he's got the potential to be the best fullback in the world. So you've got these two guys hovering around the right, causing absolute havoc. Joey Manu's also fantastic coming out of his own end. You'd lose him from this side, and all of a sudden, it's all eyes on James Tedesco. Now, Teddy is a fantastic player, the world's best fullback in my opinion, but at least now the Bunnies, they've just got to focus on James Tedesco. They don't have to worry about his little partner in crime popping up here and there. I think you'll see the two centers for the Sydney Roosters hold their width on all their plays and play a more traditional and orthodox sort of center role there. So, Joey Manu being out. A huge loss for the Roosters, but a massive win for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. They lose, marking up against a star player, but they also get a bit of an easier attack to defend against. A bit more orthodox, at least. It's a little bit easier to prepare for a Roosters with James Tedesco at fullback. It's still not easy, but it's a little bit easier to prepare for James Tedesco at fullback instead of Teddy at fullback and Manu just doing whatever the fuck he wants. So a big win for South Sydney there. It's not easy, though. They still have to stop one of the best players in the world, James Tedesco, but it is much easier without the threat of Joey Manu on his inside or on his outside as well. My next point, and we spoke about big-time players players coming back into this game for the Sydney Roosters. These two are massive. Joey Manu's a big loss, no doubt about it, but getting Tupu and Suali'i back in is going to make a huge difference. I'll read it to you now. No Manu is great, but the Roosters get their two strike wingers back now. Last week, Naguama and Momorossi combined for a grand total of 222 metres. Tupu and Suali'i on average combined for more than 300 metres per game. The Roosters' sets will look very different this week. South have to kick well and win the first three tackles of each set. So despite these guys being out of this game last week, personally, I thought the Roosters well and truly won the game through the middle and and the meters game as well. I think they were always on the front foot. I'm not sure how the stats ended up, but the vibe out there was definitely that the Roosters were making easy meters and the Bunnies, they were really struggling to get out of their own end. You add in two of the best outside backs as far as coming out of their own end, and all of a sudden this job for South Sydney gets a lot more difficult. Uh, you got to bring these two back in. They'll make heaps more metres out of their own end. Their big bodies, their post-contact metres will be a nightmare. They're both kick targets as well, so it adds that threat to the game for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. But for me... If Sua Lee and Tupu are to be the difference, it'll be the extra metres they get coming out of their own end. It is crucial for the Bunnies to kick well, kick to corners, win, win the kick chase, and then win the first three tackles of every set. If they let these boys get on the front foot, which I'll tell you what, from what I've seen so far this year, stopping Sua Lee getting on the front foot when he's coming out of his own end, near impossible. They need to condense their defence, try and umbrella them into a corner and try and keep these guys under control. Hopefully force a few errors as well, but they just need to limit 
limit the meters they're getting. You saw the Roosters last week. I was lucky enough to be sitting on about halfway, and you'd see the Bunnies kick downfield. And, you know, you'd see Matt Lodge and you'd see Rhea Hargraves. They sort of walk back pretty slowly. And by the time they've walked about 20 or 30 meters, the Roosters were already sort of catching up to them once again. When you put Suwali'i and Tupu back in, it'll be much easier for this. The Roosters front rowers can almost stand on the spot where they are and wait three tackles for them to get back. If the Rabbitohs allow the Chooks to do this, they're going to find themselves in Curry very, very quickly. Our last point on Demetrio's clipboard, match their middles. We know that the Roosters' middles will come into this one fired up. On paper, the Chooks probably have the better and more experienced middles. If the Bunnies pack don't at least match it with these boys, put up the white flag now. Murray, Totola, and Burgess need to lead the way for the Bunnies. We know what we're going to get from Matty Lodge. We know what we're going to get from Maria Hargraves, and we know what we're going to get from Takiaho as well. Three very different front rowers, but each brings their own special thing to this Roosters team. Rhea Hargraves, he'll be leading from the front. We know that. He'll be out there to make a statement early. The Bunnies, they need to find their guy to stand up against him. Cam Murray, he'll be the leader of this pack, but they need an alpha to stand up. Whether it's Tom Burgess, Junior Satola, whoever it might be, someone needs to stand up to JWH and go at him the way that Nelson Osova Solomona did for the Melbourne Storm the other week. For me, if I had to nominate someone to do it, I'm probably looking at Junior Totola at the moment. Tom Burgess got him in him, but Totola, he seems to really be leading the way. Colum and He's another one, but he sort of has to hold his width a little bit on that edge. We've seen him have little stouches with David Clemmer in the past. He will never take a backward step. But Tatola's the one for me. I think this year he's been their best front rower over the entire season. For patches, I would have said Tom Burgess, uh, but I think Tatola's probably been the guy. We know what we're going to get with Cam Murray, but he's not the one to go into a grub off with Jared Rhea Hargraves and Matty Lodge. So a big test for these Bunnies front rowers who, in my opinion, have probably overachieved a little bit over the last few years. But then I watched them this year and maybe this is just who they are. Totola, I think he won their player of the year the other night, so he'll be full of confidence coming into this one. He'll be ready to rip and tear with them. And if he does, if he can just match it with these front rowers and hold that contest, Cam Murray, he'll do his thing. He'll make all of his meters. He'll be their extra little ball player. He's added that to his game over the last few weeks. It's going to be a really interesting match through the middle. But... If the Roosters get on the front foot through these guys, I think they could run a bit of a train over South Sydney. So their forwards really need to stand up. Let's have a look at Trent Robinson's coach's clipboard. A uh, really interesting one here, obviously coming off a win last week, losing Joey Manu, but grabbing his two wingers back. Also gets Victor Radley back, which is going to be massive. A huge one there getting Rads back. He'll be another one that will be going at him through the middle. Obviously another experienced guy. you got Rhea Hargraves, Takiaho, Victor Radley, all these guys have won two premierships throughout their careers already. They'll be ready to go. All right, Trent Robinson, what have we got here? The first one is controlling Latrell Mitchell. I've got no idea how you do it, but Trent Robinson's got to find a way. I know it's easy to say he did it last week, but for me, Latrell Mitchell, I think he was a little bit taken back with the response that he got last week. Uh, It was probably a bit more hectic than what he assumed it would be. It was a lot more hectic than what I thought it would be, to be perfectly honest with you. No doubt the Chooks fans, they'll be out for this one again. The Roosters players, they'll be keen to give it to Latrell. You saw the first kick that he received and the numbers that got down in his face. They forced him back into the in goals on another play there. They'll be ready to go at Latrell, but he's a competitor. This is what I love about him. Absolutely love how much of a competitor he is, uh, and he will be up for this one. There's no doubt about it. The Roosters went hard at Latrell last week and got him on the back foot. Latrell is a competitor, though, and he will bounce back this week. I have no doubt about it. The Chooks will need to go even harder, and the halves will need to test him out with their kicking game. Keep him on his toes with early 
early kicks like Walker did last week. We saw Sammy Walker. He picked out Latrell Mitchell in the front line, dabbed it off the, came off the left foot, put it on the right, went through to score. It's all good and well if you can get these plays off, uh, but there will be other times throughout the game where Latrell Mitchell, he can be caught out of position. If you get him at marker, I think whenever he's at marker and you're past probably second tackle, especially if you're close to the line, that's where I would probably take them on and, and put a kick in behind. You don't want Latrell to feel confident enough that he can come into the front line like he did last week and play as an extra defender. You want him to know that if he's ever out of position, they will take him on because you want him to be doing as many yards as he possibly can behind their defensive line, especially on their try line. You want to put him on his bike all day. It'll simply take more out of the tank for when he's got the ball in hand, when he's at his most destructive. We know coming out of his own end, he'll normally hand those those runs off to his wingers and his centers because he's keeping his energy for when they're in the red zone to take the, the roosters on. You've got to make him work and he's in goals. If he's going to be out of position, if he's going to be even a meter out of position, make him work for it, make him chase the ball, make it be a force dropout. The Roosters halves a big test for them. They've got to have eyes on Latrell at all times. I think whenever he's at marker, there should be a call from Sammy Verrills to let them know that this is a play where you take him on in the in goals. If he's caught in the line like he was last week, Sammy Walker, Luke Keary, they will be scanning for Latrell on every single play to see where he's at, where he is, and if they think he's just a meter or two out of position, they should be really testing him there. So it'll be interesting to see what they do with Latrell. They held it, handled him really well last week, but I think he'll come back bigger and better this week. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. My next point, the Ilias response. Now, we know what the Roosters did last week. They came into that game with a plan. It was to get Angus Crichton one-on-one with Lockie Ilias. And my God, you couldn't have executed a plan better. Luke Keary was sensational. Angus Crichton found him all day. And you know what? I know a lot of people sort of bagged Ilias. Look, at the end of the day, all it was was a smaller guy against a bigger guy. I don't think there's really much more Ilias could have done. His positioning wasn't bad. He simply just wasn't big enough to make those tackles. So it's not like they were caught out of position. They needed to change everything. They just need to help Elias a little bit more. Now, for me, I think Colum and Tungy, he'll, he'll be given a challenge this week by Demetrio to help his halfback a little bit more, to be a bit of a bodyguard. We've seen some of the great bodyguards of all time, Tony Carroll, Bo Scott, these sort of guys. He'll be given a mission this week to help his halfback, Lockie Elias, so he doesn't get isolated. When that happens, what does it do, though? It creates a bit of space on the edges, and this is where I believe Luke Keary and James Tedesco, they can work together and get Daniel Tupu across in that corner. Colum and Tungy, if he's worried about the man on his inside and helping him out, there will be space elsewhere. So all the guys, Campbell, Graham, Colum and Tungy, that they'll all be trying to help out with Lachlan Ilias and his defense with Angus Crichton. I think there will be space elsewhere, and I think the Roosters will be able to execute this. You'll see Daniel Tupu really wide, holding the paint all night, just creating more and more space. So that's going to be a big test for them. I think the Bunnies, they will be able to help Ilias. They'll be able to cover this. They'll build their... 
structures around helping out Ilias this week, but it will create space elsewhere. Let's read it word for word from the Instagram post. The Roosters had a game plan to isolate Ilias last week. The Bunnies will build their defensive structure this week to counter this. I believe it could create plenty of opportunities for Kiri and Tedesco to put Tupu into space on this edge. If Angus and Kiri can run the same shapes as last week, there will be space on the outside. And thankfully for the Bunnies, one less thing to worry about. You don't have to worry about Joey Manu popping up there. It's all about James Tedesco and whether he can make that pass out to the great Daniel Tupu. You have Drew Hutchison there. He's not the fastest guy in the league as well, but he has got really nice hands. And if Teddy can get him in a two-on-one, it's over. You know he'll make it every day of the week. So a big test for that Rabbitohs right edge. I think they will really get peppered on that edge. I will definitely have Daniel Tupu down as an anytime try scorer in my same game multi come Sunday. Uh, stopping the left edge is our final point. I'll read this one to you. I've been watching this edge play footy for the last few years and I'm none the wiser on how to stop them. They seemingly find a way to overcome every possible tactic the coaches use to try and stop the impact of this edge. I don't know how Robbo does it, but he needs to find a way. No Manu makes life even harder. Obviously, Manu defends on the right edge at right centre. So against this left side, it's a changing combinations. I think you see Paul Momorowski there, which worries me a lot. And this is where I think the Bunnies can score a fair whack of points. No shock there. They've got the best left edge in rugby league. Maybe outside of the Panthers, but I think it's fair to say South Sydney's probably got the best left edge. I think Latrell Mitchell, he will be picking out Paul Momorowski and forcing him to make some poor decisions. Isaiah Tass will be out for this one, but AJ, he just seems to score a try every single week regardless of opposition, how big the game is, how irrelevant the game is. Doesn't matter. AJ, he will find the white stripe, and I think he could in this game as well. Huge test for the Chooks. I've got no idea how they stop this left edge. I've got no idea how you even slow them up realistically. They've been doing sense Sensational well, and Latrell Mitchell, his right to left cutout ball, and just his passes in, gen- in general, right to left, they honestly might be up there with the very best in rugby league. You see KP, he's got a brilliant ball out that side, spiral ball that goes a million miles an hour. Latrell Mitchell, though, it's the tempo of his pass where he beats you. He knows when he has to pass slow, he knows when he has to really fire it out, and he gets that flick that just goes like a laser out to AJ, and their combination is unbelievable. They don't even have to look at each other, they don't have to communicate, nothing. They just know where each other are going to be, and where where they need, where they both need to be on every single play. That's what the Roosters need to do. They need to stop that left edge. I wish I could tell you, give you more details on how they do it, but honestly, I've got no idea, and I'm not sure if Trent Robinson does either. This game's going to be an absolute cracker. I cannot wait for it. The Roosters won the game next week. I'm tipping the Bunnies to bounce back in this one. I think Joey Manu is going to be a massive loss. I think Campbell Graham on that right edge is really going to help with the defense on that side, which I'm a little bit worried about, uh, but I do think the Bunnies get the chockies here. I think uh, Damien Cook, as I said, him coming back in, it's going to be massive. I think their service out of dummy half has been a little bit off for the last two weeks or so. I think him coming back in, it's going to be massive. The Roosters get their wingers back. They're big. They're scary. They're going to run for a heap of metres. It's going to be much easier for them coming out of their own end. But I've just got a feeling Latrell and the Bunnies, they're going to find a way to stand up. They got ambushed a little bit last week, opening of the stadium and whatnot. You take a little bit more emotion out of this game, and I think the Bunnies can stand up and get a win here. They are my only upset of the weekend. Every other game, I'll be taking the favorites, but I've got a feeling the Bunnies, they square up the score one apiece at the SFS and they get the game that matters, which at the end of the day is all the Bunnies have ever wanted. Just a reminder that our merchandise will drop tonight at 8 p.m. www.rugbyleagueguru.com.au if you'd like to cop some gear there. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 